Hello and welcome to Cumber Baptist Church Podcast. The following is taken from our evening service, Sunday 23rd of February 2020. This evening we are joined by Pastor Clifford Morrison, who takes his reading from John chapter 19, verses 28 to 30, and brings us a message entitled, Three Words. Thank you for singing so well. Father, we thank you for those precious words that we've just been using to bring our praise to you. We thank you tonight for that fountain open for sin and uncleanness. And we thank you tonight for all who have availed themselves of the precious efficacy of the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need no other argument. We need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that he died for me. Bless us now as we turn to your word. May the Spirit of God illumine the sacred page. And as a result, may we see you more clearly, love you more dearly, follow you more nearly, for Jesus' sake. Amen. The writer in the book of Ecclesiastes tells us that a threefold cord is not quickly or easily broken. And tonight for a few moments as we come to remember the Lord Jesus and the breaking of bread, I want to focus your attention on three words. Three words that are found in different passages of Scripture. So you'll be doing a bit of searching tonight over these next moments. I want you to think with me tonight of three words that are associated with the tree. We read from John chapter 19, and we read those lovely words in verse 30. It is finished. Three words spoken from the tree. From the day Jesus spoke these words, says John Calvin, the devil has kept busy trying to hide their real meaning from fallen humanity. These are words of victory. The Lord Jesus makes this great declaration of triumph. And when you think of these three words tonight, they represent three things. They represent the consummation of the prophetic scriptures. The death of the Lord Jesus Christ was by no means an accident. His Crucifixion was planned before time ever began. And throughout the pages of Holy Scripture, the prophetic word pointed again and again to the place called Calvary and to the person of the Lord Jesus. You have no greater example of this than that great prophetical word recorded in Isaiah 53. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. These words represent the consummation of the prophetic scriptures. These words represent the culmination of his personal sufferings. You remember that those who were appointed to go and arrest the Lord Jesus came back without him. 
And when they were questioned, the response that they gave to the question was this. Never man spake like this man. Not only can we say that with regard to his speech, we could also say that with regard to his sufferings. There is much suffering in the world tonight. And we do not undermine the suffering that affects every continent, every culture, every creed, every climate. From the youngest to the very oldest. And yet we can say tonight, there has been no suffering in comparison to the sufferings of the Lord Jesus. He suffered emotionally. He suffered physically. He suffered spiritually. When from the depths of his heart he cried, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And so as we think of this cry tonight, we think of the consummation of the prophetic scriptures. We think of the culmination of his personal sufferings. And we think of the completion of a perfect sacrifice. You know your Bibles well enough to know that in the original Greek language, it wasn't three words, it was just one word. And that word was the word tetelestai. And it was a word that was used by various people in everyday life during those days. A servant would use it in reporting to his or her master. And when they used it, they would be saying, I have completed the work that you have assigned to me. When an Old Testament priest examined an animal that had been offered to be sacrificed and found it to be faultless, this word would be applied. Jesus, Jesus, of course, is the perfect Lamb of God without blemish, without spot, a perfect sacrifice. When the artist completed a picture or a writer, a manuscript, he or she might say, it's finished. Completed. And the death of Jesus Christ on the cross completes the picture that God has been painting and the story that he's been writing for centuries down through the Old Testament scriptures. Because of the cross, we understand the ceremonies and prophecies of the Old Testament. But perhaps the most meaningful meaning of this word, tetelestai, was used by the merchants in our Lord's day. When they would say, Tenelestai, what they would simply mean was simply this. The debts are paid in full. The debts are paid in full. And when the Lord Jesus gave himself on the cross, he fully met the righteous demands of a holy law. He paid our debt in full. None of the Old Testament sacrifices could take away our sins. Their blood only covered sin. But when the Lamb of God shed His blood, that blood was sufficient to take away all our sin. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. Three words associated with the tree. It is finished. Three words associated with the tomb. Listen to what Matthew says. But the angel said to the woman, 
Do not be afraid. Matthew 28, verse 5. Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Three words associated with the tree, it is finished. Three words associated with the tomb, he has risen. The old Puritan put it like this, he died to settle all, and he rose again to prove that all was settled. When you are charged by means of an invoice, and you go to clear the debt that that invoice has raised, you will be given a receipt. And that receipt will indicate that your debt has now been cleared. And what you owed, you no longer owe. An empty tomb tonight emphasizes that our blessed Lord Jesus in his sacrifice on the cross satisfied the demands of a thrice holy God. Paid in full. Paul puts like this in Romans chapter 4. He who was put to death for our offenses. He who was delivered up for our trespasses. Was raised for our justification. We sometimes sing that little chorus. Jesus Christ is alive today. I know, I know it's true. Not because I feel it's true. Feelings come and feelings go. I know it's true because the Bible tells me so. He who was put to death for our offenses was raised again for our justification. And an empty tomb tonight sends out this glorious message that all that Jesus Christ offered on the cross for our sin, totally satisfied God's righteous demands, and we can stake our whole eternity upon such a sacrifice. The old verse puts it like this, Upon a life I did not live. Upon a death I did not die. Another's life, another's death. I stake my whole eternity. Three words from the tree. It is finished. Three words from the tomb. He is risen. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 26. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Three words from the tree, it is finished. Three words from the tomb, he has risen. Three words from the table. Till he comes. I remember an old believer in the church that I was brought up as a young Christian. Often saying this as he led us in thanksgiving around the Lord's table on the Lord's day. He used to say, Lord, as we gather here, one time more and one time less. One day, one evening you and I will gather for the last time around this table. It may be that the Lord will call me or you to glory before the next Lord's day. 
It may be that the Lord himself will fulfill his promised word and come to the sky and call his own. When that day dawns, the dead in Christ will rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up, and together we shall meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. John writes in his first letter, these words in the third chapter, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know, we know, we know, that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. What a day that will be. When my Jesus I shall see and I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace, when he takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land, what a day, glorious day that will be. Three words from the tree, it is finished. Three words from the tomb, he has risen. Three words from the table, until he comes. In three words from the throne, he is worthy. John writes in the Revelation in chapter 4 about the 24 elders falling down before him who is seated on the throne. And he tells us that they worship him who lives forever and ever. And they cast their crowns before the throne and this is their song. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. John sets before us the sovereign, supreme Lord. He shares with us something that is unforgettable. That's an appropriate word to describe the way John's experience affected him. When he was ushered into the throne room of heaven, it took his breath away. He was lost for words. He spellbound. John sees the Lamb in a place of preeminence. And he becomes solely occupied with the Lamb. He is captivated by the one who is in the midst of the throne. And when you read on from Revelation chapter 4 into Revelation chapter 5, you discover that the Lamb is the theme of their song. And the Lamb is the center of their thoughts. And the Lamb is the object of their adoration. Samuel Rutherford ministered in Anwath on the Solway Firth. He wrote many a poem and many a hymn. He wrote these lovely words. Speaking of his ministry. And speaking of him in the glory. And he said this. If one soul from Amoth greet me at God's right hand. My heaven will be two heavens in Emmanuel's land. He wrote that lovely hymn. The sands of time are sinking. The dawn of heaven breaks. And he has a line in it which reads justice. The Lamb is all the glory in Emmanuel's land. 
We often sing about the Lamb. Oh, Lamb of God, all hail the Lamb, enthroned on high. His praise shall be our battle cry. He reigns victorious, forever glorious. His name is Jesus. He is the Lord. A threefold cord is not easily broken. It is finished. Three words from the tree. He has risen three words from the tomb. Until he come, three words from the table. And he is worthy. Three words from the throne. Oh, may we say, with Peter of old tonight, unto us who believe, he is precious. We're going to come to the Lord's table and we're going to worship the Lamb and to help us focus on the Lord Jesus as we come to the table. We're going to sing a song that we've learned recently and sang for a few Tuesday evenings in our midweek. Yet, not I, but through Christ in me. What gift of grace is Jesus my Redeemer there is no more for heaven now to give let's stand and sing this song as we come to remember the Lord if you are the Lord's tonight he invites you he instructs you he calls you to remember him in the breaking of bread let's stand to sing and after we have sung we will be seated and then we will be led in thanksgiving for the bread of the appropriate time for the wine. Let's stand. <laughs>